Hi, and welcome to episode 58 of the Stouting Off podcast, where we spout off commentary on the everyday. Before we get started, please, if you would, find it in the kindness of your heart, deep in the depths, in the most hidden nooks and crannies, find that kindness, find that consideration to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with every single person that you know. And while you do that, we're going to simply continue with the episode. Number 58 of the Stouting Off podcast. Here we go. Here we go. Episode 58. We're in the works already. It's it's we're going. And are you with us or are you against us? As a Canadian would say, because they say against instead of against. All that to say, I'm happy to be back with my colleagues, Will and Jordan from Michigan. They're they're tuning in through the the, the miraculous work of technology. We're talking live. Hi, boys. Hi. Hi. What if I acted like there was like a, a like a three or like a ten second delay? Yes. Every time, even though Jordan's <laughs> right in sync, I. Yes. It's so far away that like you ask me a question every 10 seconds I answer. <laughs> like, dude, that's literally how it is. Somebody reporting. It's always from a hurricane, by the way. It's a right. weather person out in the field from a hurricane or yeah. severe weather. Yep. You know, and it's always like a eight second delay. Yeah. It's I want to be the weather in a person. very, very, very minor rainstorm and be re- reporting remotely into the podcast. That would be just like special. a misting rainstorm. <laughs> And have a 10 second delay. Yep. Umbrella. And it's it, it's always a rain jacket that has the news station embroidered or like a patch right here. So we'll just get you a stouting off rain jacket. Yeah. That's no problem. Just write you know? it, It's a write off, dude. You yeah. can always well, tell can they're on off. a delay, dude, when like the smile picks in or kicks in, picks in though. Yeah. It, it kicks in, in, the smile well, kicks in, and then yeah. like, okay, they started talking to me, but they started talking 10 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, it's those things, the, the, the nonverbals that you give when someone's speaking to let you know that, you know, you're, you're with them. We've mm-hmm. talked about that before, but the smile kicks in when they're like waiting for their themselves to be introduced, but yeah. the person already started talking. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, this is how it would sound in real time. Hey, Drew, uh, what, what do you got for us there from middle Tennessee? Yeah, thanks, Jordan. Uh, we've got some heavy <laughs> easterly winds here blowing in from the south. Easterlies from the south, by the way. Big meteorology right. guy right oh, here. I know everything. Huge. There is. Directions, man. You know all the directions. Love you always them. Have. Love them. There was a girl I knew in high school, and I asked her <laughs> one time like, if she knew her directions, and she's like, yeah, of course. And I said, which way is north? And she said, up. She up. pointed straight up. Up, like she not not in the direction of north. She pointed straight up. I said, "Ooh, that's that's not how directions <laughs> typically work." Yeah. So what you're going to want to do when you leave here, um, where you're meeting north. us, is going to be uh, straight north up the highway. She gets into a rocket, goes into space. Yes. <laughs> I didn't see it's... you guys there, so I came back home. No, the ship goes straight up, but somehow meets you at, at 10 mile road up north. Like it meets you north somehow. She lands there. Um, that's the same girl who one day after school, I don't remember the exact circumstances, but I liked her and she liked me. But one day I, I ticked her off and I forgot what I did. Probably over AOL instant messenger the night before or something. That's where it all occurred. Exactly. And I was trying to talk to her after school the following day. So the halls were empty and everything. And um, maybe she was there for cheerleading. I was there for marching band or something. And I went to like go run after, like chase her down. Like she was down the hallway. I wasn't chasing her, but she was down the hallway. So I was lightly trotting to get there. Actually, it was between a light trot and a heavy sprint. So a little, it was a light trot plus. I guess just a trot, actually. It wasn't light. It was just a trot. Okay. Right. So anyway, right. so I um, I was running. 30 seconds. I was tur- it was a heavy trot. That's 30 seconds of the 30 description of the of- run. 30 seconds classifying and describing my my run pace. Speed. And so now we're at 43. And so I, um, but I was turning a corner around one of the halls where a drinking fountain was and I slipped and I fell hard onto this, on my onto my which elbow was it? My left elbow. And I chipped it. And so this elbow <laughs> looks like it has a hook. 
it sw- it, sw- it swelled. <laughs> Did you know this, Jordan? It swelled out at the time, and and it never returned, man. And it's it. chipped. And I <laughs> chipped elbow. And after, I simply after chipped that, it after that light <laughs> light trot, medium plus. How did you categorize yeah. it? It was well done. It was a well done trot. Well done trot. Yeah. yeah. And so I was writhing in pain in a puddle by the drinking fountain because there was a puddle around it. That's what I slipped in. Sick. And yeah. and uh, never saw her again. I uh, I also had a, a similar uh, sort of humiliating situation. I walked into the doors of Franklin High School, and um, I saw my group of friends that were standing there. So I was going to walk over to them, and you know everybody was looking. Will just walked in. He's here. You know, no, probably wasn't. Like yeah, that. there was there was buzz. Yeah, there yeah, was but... a, there was definite definite. Um, but you know, people people waiting in suspense for me to walk in those doors. That yes. day. here he is. He's he's coming. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. And I walk in the door, and it had been. I think it snowed that day, or maybe it rained. But a similar situation where there was a puddle right in front of the front door. I didn't see. And I'm looking at my friends. I'm like, "Hey guys!" I just I just start like you know sort of like fast walking, and I did not even like a cool looking split. My legs split in such a way that I still haven't recovered from it, I don't believe. <laughs> they split. My right leg went bent 90 degrees in my body, and then the left leg did like sort of a Z shape uh, over, and my toes were curled in. And then that's how I started my school day. <laughs> then you pulled sucks. a groin muscle at that time, and it's been pulled since then. It, it, yeah, Those muscles had to get amputated. Yeah. All of them amputated because they developed gout after the trip. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Gout. Yeah. After the trip. Yep. <laughs> after the trip. After I after right after that I took a trip and then right yeah. after yeah. that is when I got the gout. That's the amputation yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice to be here. Jordan, you've been injured probably in high school, right? Skateboarding and stuff. I know you were big yeah, into sure. um extreme sports, specifically snowboarding, skateboarding, yeah, any yeah. boardings. Yeah, I had I had a couple falls and stuff like that. Elbows primarily, wrists now. Yeah, not not back then, but the wrists hurt now every time the weather changes. Now when he skateboards, his wrists hurt. Yeah, it's just the, <laughs> just it, from the weather wrist. changing. Just I'll yeah, just from going. Board. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. hop on the board outside and his wrists flare the whole up. time. I'm just in pain. <laughs> now we used to call that swell bow though. Like you would fall on your elbow, and it would just like be this massive hump. Oh, dude, because it happens That's so what I have. often. It's like when when boxers. Or like, uh, you know, fighters UFC. have the ear thing. Yeah, cauliflower, cauliflower ear. ear. Yeah, it's gross. They couldn't have come up with a better name for it, by the way. But <laughs> right, pick another freaking vegetable, man. Or, yeah, <laughs> right. Or it doesn't even have to be vegetable. Yeah, just it could be a ear. household appliance, like just anything, <laughs> literally. I he, mean, like guy had freaking microwave ear, dude. That guy yeah, had toaster that oven ears. Yeah, oven ear, oven ear. Call it elephant ear. You're like, oh yeah, sure, totally get the. No, it's it has nothing to do with the. It's it's uh, from combat. Yeah, that guy. Uh, that guy won that huge fight. He won like uh, four million bucks in the fight and everything like that. And then he got elephant ears. And um, it's like, what? like oh, why did wow. why did he decide to leave the fight and go to the carnival? No, 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 no. no. Wow, I didn't realize. In addition to the five million dollars that they win, they were also giving the. the they were prized elephant ears. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, by the way. I am going to be in your neck of the woods, you guys, mm-hmm. around July 4th weekend. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Livonia, the, our hometown, um, the city carnival, the spree, mm-hmm. I think will be going on at that time. So maybe we roll through, yeah, grab we'll some elephant ears. Yeah, we'll go. Why don't yeah. you buy just for the just for the week? Just buy a <laughs> I know couple where you're ruckuses. going with this. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I knew that was going there. Let me let me tell you the story, listener. Uh, viewer of what of Will's comment just now, which was, why don't you buy a few ruckuses? So I, I'm going to give you the end of the story, and then I'm going to flash back to the beginning of the story. Here's the ending of the story. At one point, I had so many two-wheeled toys in my garage that I didn't have room to even park my car. <laughs> it was an emporium. <laughs> it was. It was a showroom, dude, of <laughs> Honda motorcycles and scooters. So... We had a friend, Jordan, and you know this friend as well. He had two Honda Ruckuses. Mm-hmm. The Honda Ruckus is a 50, 49cc scooter that goes about 
37 to 40 miles an hour on a good day downhill and it's street legal don't need a driver uh don't need a motorcycle license or anything to to be able to drive it so i bought one one time several years ago well not even several six five six years ago and i had the best time zipping around town going around my neighborhood on this thing but it was this scooter was great but it is it is not good for the man to scoot alone he gets lonely so he thought to himself what if I get another scooter for a companion, a compadre. And so I bought a second scooter. And by the by the way, these scooters <laughs> retail three grand. And I was buying these scooters new, <laughs> going into a little bit of debt to get these scooters, man. The way I'm saying scooters, by scooters. the way, I'm sticking with it. Scooters. I don't care. I'm doubling down. Scooters. And so I had two, I, then I bought two scooters. So I had two scooters at this time. Me and Will would be driving around, ripping around the city. Will was... We'd be racing. Will would be ter- taking t- turns like so tightly that his knee would be touching the ground, like <laughs> like the game Road Rash on Sega Genesis. <laughs> we would have, we would just have the best time. But then we would occasionally have a third friend come around, any third friend, and we would have to alternate. And I was like, you know what? I owe it to the boys to get a third scooter. We need another one. Of course. So Naturally. we acquired a third one in the family. And so we had three scooters ripping around. We're going around. We're doing street formations, abrading, weaving configuration. And um, and then I get to a point not long after. And this is in the span of what, Will? Six to eight months? Oh, at the very most, yeah. At very most. And I get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I want to go a little faster. So I, get, I go to uh, the local motorcycle training course. I get my permit or my license, whatever you want to call it. Endorsement is actually what they call it in Michigan. Went out and bought a uh, 300cc motorcycle. And then I had a motorcycle and three scooters in the garage. And then we'd be ripping around. Then I was out on the motorcycle one day. Had a really close call. Somebody had to slam on the brakes behind me. Saw the expression on the woman's face. In my rear view, in my like rear uh, mirror thing. Well, it's not a mirror thing. It's just a mirror. And I <laughs> said to myself, that was too close for comfort. I'm afraid to be out here. And I sold all of them. Sold the whole in, entire fleet at a huge loss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's the end of episode 58. Take care. And that is all the financial uh, advice you ever need for your <laughs> yes. life. Yes. My life changed after that. I said, listen, I can't, be, I can't be out squandering cash. Now, in my current situation in life, I live in a city and... There are cool places to zip around on, and I want a ruckus, but I'm, I, I simply you will not. Yeah. Sorry. The, the driver's here. The driver's here down south, south of the uh, Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. Actually, I think we're still north of it, but you down south here. Get onto Gallatin. The first rip out, dude. You would oh, yeah. get on that scooter, fire it up for the first time. Zero miles. <laughs> yes. It wouldn't even be one mile by the time you get to Gallatin. You're I toast. <laughs> I would be. I would be a... Like a bug splatter on somebody's the grill of somebody's HHR, you know. <laughs> a bug splatter. <laughs> that would be me, just just frozen on there. Yeah, dude. Dude, they were so much fun though. It was. Those are what many in the industry call glory days. Yeah, we. Um, I mean, we. We <laughs> the were glory the, days industry. The the funniest thing too is that I live in downtown Plymouth. I would drive to your house in Livonia. <laughs> And then we'd get on the ruckuses and go Which to was, Plymouth. That drive was what? Fifteen to eighteen minutes with stops, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd go to Plymouth, hang out there. I'd I we'd ride him back to your house and then I would drive back to Plymouth. Drive exactly back to where we were on the scooters. Yeah, six back and forths every time <laughs> I couldn't just leave one with him. You'd say what? <laughs> couldn't just leave one with him. That'd be we too thought about easy. that. I've, Didn't we have that discussion a couple we, times? We did, yeah. And I told him that pretty much the only way is if I could ride it up my stairs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I kept mine outside in Plymouth. Did you? Hmm. I so had you a did have one, didn't I had, you? I had a long-term lease on one. The friend you had mentioned yes, was basically yes. like, borrow this indefinitely. My cousin that's has a scooter, and he, he puts a little cover over it, a weather cover, yeah. like a grill. I had a massive bike lock. Did you, did you lock yours up when you parked it? We had a lock, didn't yeah. we? Yep. Will? Yep. I say we. We well, were basically co-owners, dude. So Every you, mile on the scooter, you you were there too. <laughs> you had to turn the wheel, a, you had to turn the handlebars a certain way and then take the key out. 
Oh, that's right. Wasn't there that was a it? wheel lock that you could do. But I also had like a little chainy thing. Yeah. My thing Dick is it was Dick just chain-y. too light, dude. Like it was yeah. it was just light enough for two people to just be like, yeah, we'll take it. It was a Lift hair under into the back. I, I feel like it was like a like a little bit under two fifty. It was probably Sounds like right. yeah. actually maybe not. It was probably be between like somewhere between a hundred eighty and two hundred thirty pounds. That's yeah. a fifty pound range. I think it's probably in. Yeah, and you couldn't lift it up by yourself because it's no. awkward. No, you but know? with someone. But with someone, mm-hmm. you could. That's throw in that the back in of a pickup truck in two seconds. Yeah. No and those are like really hot too. People like really customize those out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There are some Long, funny mods out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had some great times. The uh, the did. one time that you came up with the grand plan to uh, to go from your house and ride them to this uh, bar slash restaurant in Ypsilanti, <laughs> yes. I didn't really consider it ahead of time because Ypsilanti to me, living in Plymouth doesn't really seem like a far stretch to go. Well, you have to use mileage. So how far is it from Plymouth, your hometown? To get to Ipsy, I'm probably under 20 minutes. Okay. Maybe 20 minutes. And So to get to my house, which is in the opposite direction of that, like we said, is 18 minutes. So let's just round up to 40 minutes of driving from my house to where I wanted us to go. (laughs) In a car, though. Right. And we had to take all back roads. <laughs> we had to take all back roads on the scooters. And we, we, I think we hit the road as like close to when the sun was setting. So we leave your house. We go. And I remember vividly being on, I don't know if it was Ann Arbor Road or what road we were on, but it was a 50 mile per hour road. We, <laughs> we were get there. This, and we were going uphill. And we couldn't get the scooters. To, obviously, it goes 40. Like you said, it goes 40 downhill on a great day. Yes. We, we were on the shoulder of this road, cars just zooming past us, <laughs> and then we have to hit some random dirt road, and I think we passed by where Johnny and Brady and all those guys used to live, right? Yeah. By yep. that farm or that field or whatever. And then we finally get there. The sun is well past set, so it's dark out now. We go. We have our beer. I think I think he made me go to Dom's. Um, <laughs> had to get some donuts. We had to get naturally. some donuts, and then we leave, and dude, it was so cold. Uh, on the ride home, and we were on Ew, some, some sort of rocky dirt road, and the back tire is just slipping. Yes, with every little ounce of gas that I give it, and you were it was insane. You, you were f- drifting for sure, absolutely, <laughs> dude. We were on that little mini excursion. We were Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber, except with two scooters. Yeah, but we really were like we saw all the landscapes. We yeah. saw water. We saw hills. We saw flatlands and farms. Mm-hmm. We we were just we were just out here for the whole excursion. Dude, the if whole you journey. were on that dirt road by Brady's old house, yeah, you Harris. also saw potholes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's so we were doing the oh yeah, just trying to stay. <laughs> Yeah. At equilibrium, dude. My vertebrae have never been the same. But um, <laughs> yeah. ever since that and the slip back in high school, those two things have you. <laughs> right. Those really just chronic issues now. I did, yeah. I, I did. saw a pack of Honda Ruckuses in Vegas this week. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I wanted like to ask you about Vegas, people, by the dude. way. Maybe like 10 of them. I love that. And they're not like loud, like motorcycles. Like, no. It's not like a big. It's just, yeah, it's just it's the, the most welcoming hum. little hum you could <laughs> ever <is>. hear. <laughs> You know, it's like it's like oh, somebody's driving a vacuum cleaner down the street again. <laughs> it yeah. is. You it's know, it's so kind of a, it's ten vacuums so mild just mannered. going down Las Vegas Boulevard. <laughs> they were actually vacuuming it. Ten Dysons. <laughs> ten um, guys riding on Dysons though. Somehow <laughs> they're just turning. They have they have turn signals. Got power steering feet before they have to plug it in again. No cars parked <laughs> in the street after ten p.m. We got the group of Dysons coming through. <laughs> it's uh, just the Dysons. <laughs> clean up uh. the streets. But uh, the funniest thing, too, is like the little horns that were on those things. Again, the most non-threatening sound you could ever hear. A high-pitched squeal of a horn. It was, it was this. It was that. But when, when you would when you would like barely press it down, it would like malfunction a little bit. And so, yes, <laughs> we would just do that all throughout every Livonia neighborhood. It sounded like Morse code. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. That's great. Good times. We yeah. didn't die. We never wore helmets. Yep. And um, it's all good. Those were the we're 70s. No worse, 
Those were the 70s, Those man. Those were the 70s. We're no worse for wear. Hey, Jordan, I, I wanted to get back to um, mm-hmm. Vegas. Yeah. You've been there several times, just this year even, but you just got back from a little five-day, six-day trip, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, how was it? Give me a, give me the, the, the overview. Give us the overview, if you would. I was good. Uh, it was a business trip, so there was a lot of that going on, but like... Business. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it was a trade show. So like every day we had to go to a, you know, show floor and kind of walk people around. We don't like set up a booth or anything like that. We just more so float so that like when our clients come in, we can take them and escort them to the booths and stuff like that. Cool. Kind of be in charge of the conversation, you know? Yeah. I like that. Very personalized. Yeah. And, and it makes it so we're not confined into a, you know, 25 by 25 foot booth, you know, we can just Mm -hmm. go anywhere. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I put like on my, I did a Facebook post cause I just got home like hours ago, but I actually got home last night, stayed at my in-laws last night. And, um, that's true. Actually, that's worthwhile to note that while, as we record this right now, you've only been back at your own home for less than three hours, yeah, right? Less than three hours. Yeah. <laughs> After being gone for five or six days. What's up, man? All right. I gotta go. Um, <laughs> hey, good to see you. But, well, that's great. And all, hey, hey, kids. Okay, we gotta go record the podcast. We'll, we'll chat with you in a few. No, I was with yeah. her. All, I was with that like the whole family all day for what it's worth. Right but, um, <clears throat> but yeah. So, um, so I put on my Facebook as I was like flying home last night, late. Um, got home at like almost midnight, and I said like uh, Infocom was super fun. Time to sleep for eighty four days because that's <laughs> how it felt. Uh, yeah, but yeah, a lot of lot of funny things went down. Uh, probably one worth noting, um, which was uh, every every night after the show, we'll have people back to our hotel room. It's kind of like a suite, um, yeah. And we'll have you know people back to it, and it's fun and all that stuff. So that usually starts at like eleven p.m. Um, after everyone gets done with their dinners and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, eleven p.m. Imagine myself imagining something social at 11 p.m. is I, I just I, you have to be in a different mindset, which I guess you probably are in Vegas. Yeah, I Vegas guess I could turn just it on weird, man. Like it's just different. People were what asking me, there, how do you, you know? do this? And I'm like, it it's just not like real life for six days. Yeah. Like it's the not energy like having, is different. It's not like having people over at 11 p.m. Like, so yeah, like come on, to your house. I'm going to hang out in Livonia yeah. at 11 p.m. Yeah, right. right this right. story, by the way, was the night before I left like to get on a plane and come home. So this was just two days ago. Mm. Um, and until that time, I think I'd talked to Will on the phone until that time I had gotten a total probably of four hours of sleep since Monday. So I had been there for four days. (laughs) It's just one of those things. I don't know what it is, but you're never tired really, but you are. I think one of our friends said that I looked like a zombie, but, um, (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so this uh, so we have people over to the room where we're, we're kind of just hanging out and, and having some drinks and stuff like that. And that ends at about two or so two two or two thirty. And one of my clients was there and he's like, I'm I'm starving, like I'm really hungry. And I'm like, OK, or we could just go to bed. And he's like, no, dude, I need like pizza or something. So I was like. There's a Taco Bell Cantina, which was like the flagship Taco Bell Cantina. It's like a yeah. Taco Bell and a bar, kind of all in one. And in Vegas, it's huge. It's massive. So we go there. <clears throat> we go there. And uh, sorry about that. We go there huh. and uh, we order food. We're there for probably two hours. We meet this couple that's there. They're like 21, 22 years old. And they're like asking me all about things in Vegas and stuff like that. And uh, where to go and all the stuff to see and all this, all this. And so I'm telling them and, and it, it turned into like a really funny conversation. Like the banter back and forth between like my group and theirs was just funny. <laughs> I bet. I became like best friends with this dude. And he's like, this is my first time to Vegas. For some reason, I bought him a Taco Bell shirt. <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's like a huge rainbow and it just says Taco Bell. <laughs> dude, like he's like, so what? So what else should we do? And I was like, well, we went to the Chandelier Bar, like in Cosmo, which is like a, I don't know, it's a pretty popular place. You know, you just go there and chill. Did yeah. that. Um, at this point, I was like, we should probably go, um, mainly because it was 6.15 in the morning. 
Oh, <laughs> and so I'm walking back to my hotel, and the sun's up. It was that. like the movie Twenty One, you know, like Dude. when he walks out of the casino and it's all bright. Yeah, or like the story Holy. of when I went to the casino in Windsor. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah awful so, feeling. Anyway, that was oh, just like man. Yeah, this. They added me on Instagram. We're like, we're we're homies. You're now. friends now. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. Yeah. Imagine a scenario in which you guys all end up in Vegas at the same time again. Again, like I'll walk that the will other be way, electric. I'll yeah, walk. that will be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, giving gifts to strangers that you just met. I want to talk about something that happened on the golf trip that we, the three of us, and fifteen, <laughs> uh, that twelve of our friends. Wait, what's sixteen? Yeah, oh, 16. Yeah, yeah. So it's 13 of our friends also went on. So there were 16. This a couple weekends ago. And by the way, we had to take a weekend or a, excuse me, a week off for Memorial Day where we were all out of pocket. So if you're listening and you're like, what the heck? You guys are a week late on this. Listen. All right. We have lives too. We have wives too. Jordan does at least. And we have stuff going on. And so we just weren't able to do anything for Memorial Day. But the weekend leading up to Memorial Day was our golf trip. And when I said Jordan has wives too, I just meant he has just just one. He's not in the polygamy community like I the show that I'm watching on Netflix right now. Have you guys seen that, by the way? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, and it took me what, 30 seconds to translate what you said. That's what I was goes listening on. to you, but like I, <laughs> it took me a second. That's great. And that's what goes on in my mind. <laughs> just, just chaos all the time. People running into each other up there. We all have wives. I mean, Jordan has wives. <laughs> anyway, polygamy on Netflix. Wait. <laughs> now I feel like I owe it to you guys. There is a, um, there's a show that I'm watching on Netflix right now, and it's awesome. Well, it's not awesome because what happened in the show is uh, highly unfortunate um, for many Tell of the participants. Tell us everything, dude, and spoil. All it. right, well here here's the here's the spoiler. The prophet. <laughs> um, only the spoiler. All right, let me spoil it. And then he dies. Uh, and then he, and that's then all he dies. He says. That's He's the on the run sense. from the police. The show that I'm watching is called Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. Oh, I'm watching that on Netflix on right list. now. It's on my list. Okay, mm. so here you had me out to dry, dude, and because you, were you just said let polygamy, me... I thought that was the name of the show. Oh no, 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 no! So jokes on you, dude. No, it's not though. It's still on me. I've still got egg on my face. So we went on a golf trip a couple weekends ago, dude, and it was so fun. Speaking of people who give gifts to random strangers, and we have a friend in our group in the golf group who is, um, I don't know how to describe him. He's a He's 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 sent from another dimension. He's 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 an but, alien, dude. He's an alien, but he's still a human one. Like he still gets he still gets mm -hmm. what's going on. He's so, like an alien what, learning the ropes of being a human being. Like he's, a very yeah, he's, aware he's learning the norms and, and stuff. But there's still some jargon and some words that he that he mushes together and sentences that he said that can't. No one in their right mind can think of. Uh, yes. No. Yep. But he. He's such a, he's, I feel like he's in on it. He's in on it to like, he's, his level of comedic comprehension is past mine. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm like, you're doing, you, you this is a whole thing. Almost you're, like, dude, he's so committed mm -hmm. to this bit. Almost like he leaves and we're there talking about it. Yes. But his intention was him leaving and us talking about he it. He knew, dude. He's letting it's, the pot it simmer. It is like that, dude. He's letting the pot simmer. He's and letting here all we the are. flavors mingle. And here we, all the flavors are mingling, and here we are on our podcast talking about him, dude. Mm -hmm. So it worked. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we have this friend, and <laughs> it worked. we are all on this golf trip. There are 16 of us. We eat dinner at this long Last Supper-style table every night when we're on this golf trip. And, um, and this last night that we're there, there's a group of Amish people. There's some families. There's all these people, you know, tables around us. He, he decides to, um, in addition to buying dessert for everyone at the our table, he decides to have <laughs> dessert sent to the Amish table. He asks the waitress and she's like, dude, 
for the past two nights you've done this, you've bought dessert for everybody. We're almost out of cake. We only have. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't plan for that. They didn't forecast for that properly. (laughs) She said, we only have two slices of cake left. So he's like, okay, yeah, please give that to that table. So we see the waitress go over there. She's her, the messenger of this person and she drops them off. And we all, we just just applaud and say, hi, cheers, you know, whatever. We're like, why do you take so much joy in, in, giving and having ordering food for people dude yes. you know what i just remembered what? we ended up asking that table what like what they're doing there yeah and the reason that they were there is because yeah. there was a, like there were a bunch of amish people and then two just like not amish just people commoners yeah commoners they the amish were selling their business to those two people <laughs> and so the cake i didn't hear that was actually like perfect timing <laughs> but at, at the same time i'm getting a cake a piece of cake yes. for 15 of them yes yes one like, single what? slice of cake it was you're right i said two but it actually yeah. was just one one slice, slice of, of raspberry like vanilla cake yeah for the whole entire table that was so and then silly. we stood up we gave them a standing ovation once the cake yeah, got, got delivered the whole entire table in their minds, if that, ha- I want you to put themselves, I want you to put them, you, you in their shoes. They're Amish. They're selling their business, which I didn't know this. They're selling their business to someone. I didn't know that either. And they get a singular piece of cake from a random table, and then all those people stand up and applaud at them. But not only us, dude. If you remember, there were a lot. No, we were- applaud. We stand up and applaud. Yep. Everybody in Everybody the restaurant. Yes. yes. The entire us. restaurant. Everyone was in on it. They're all Just blushing. One, Their horses are going of- crazy in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear so much clip clopping in the, in the parking lot. They're clapping too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. But then, I mean, that was only the opening act for this guy. Yeah. Our friend. Next, a family of maybe. Uh, maybe 12 people. So that's probably like an immediate family, grandparents, uh, maybe some nieces and nephews. So a whole range of people walk in and they sit at the table that's behind us. And um, this this individual in our crew who I'm talking about can see them. So he's, he's facing them because again, we're at that long style table and they're at the table behind us. And from where he's sitting, he can see the whole group. And so... He he notice he takes for some reason, dude. He takes notice of this one particular guy, probably the grandfather in the group, and he just takes note immediately that he looks grumpy and <laughs> that he looks like he's in a bad mood. And so, what does he do? He wants to send him dessert. He <laughs> wants to send. Slice. He wants to send him a cake. The last slice. And so our waitress comes back and he says. I want to send, and this family is just keeping to themselves. They're a quiet, normal-looking family. The grandfather looks grumpy. That's that's all we can see. <laughs> and so he wants to send a cake to them. And she's like, dude, again, I've told you, for the past two nights that you guys have been in here, because we went there every night for dinner, you exhaust, we don't have any more cake. You've ordered all the cake <laughs> and because of these antics. And she's like, He's like, what, what What? else can I order? Any other dessert? She's like, all we have left is ice cream. So <laughs> they, this table just sat down within the past 10 minutes. They haven't even put their orders in yet for dinner, drinks, whatever. And she's walking him out a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> and then we st- just setting it in front of him and he's the look on this man's face was the most confused look i've ever seen ever he was so he was absolutely flummoxed how how and why do i have ice cream in front of me before i've even and only me not our table just me before i put our order in sir this is from that guy at that humongous they point to table. Him, they point to him and he just stands up and says, you know, he says like, oh, no, I remember now. He stood up and all he said was, thank you. He said, thank you. And he was clapping. He, Chase did. Oh, there it's his identity. Our friend Chase, he stands up and says, thank you. And the guy's yes. just so confused. Just but, so confused. Chase said, 
thank you to the guy that Chase gave ice cream yes. to. Yes. That's it. That's Chase, That's dude. It. Yes. And so and so the guy was so confused. <laughs> and then of course Chase continued to keep tabs on him. And mm-hmm. sure enough, he was enjoying the ice cream. His mood <laughs> turned around and everything. But I'm not kidding you. That was the hardest I have laughed. That per, that one <laughs> instance was the hardest I've laughed in at least at least a year. I think that was the hard. I I couldn't. We were screaming, dude. We were crying, laughing yes. at the table, weren't we? Yes. I, just I mean, I was in hysteria, dude. I was. I couldn't believe it. I just going always on. know that I'm. If I'm at a public setting or specifically a restaurant, uh, that things are not going to go according to plan when he's in our presence. There's always going to be character. something crazy. There's now, be something going. Usually, on. it's a little. There's a little bit with his food. Like he'll be playing with his food, and he'll put it into a, a random glass of something, and he'll <laughs> dunk a pizza in a, in, in in a glass of water, and then everybody will look at it, and then he'll he'll say some off camera, whatever. I never yeah. expected him to send a singular cl- uh, singular piece of cake to a table full of Amish people that were closing a deal on their business. <laughs> Nor did I expect him to send a bowl full of ice cream to a grandpa at a family dinner. Uh, <laughs> neither of those things crossed my mind. And, I've never seen it. And again, each, like it. I believe each time we, we erupted at the table. Dude, we did. There was one time he bought it for the table. It, I think this was the first or second night he bought the tray of desserts for the table. And like everybody, you know, immediately started eating it. And he's like, Jordan, like, he's like, Jordy, take some. And I was like, dude, I just can't like eat after people. Like, I just can't like. (laughs) That's a thing. And so he's like, well, do you want me to order you the tray just for you? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he the purveyor of all desserts? (laughs) Why? I've been out with him before and he's ordered a $22 deep dish pizza had one slice and just gave the rest away. Yeah. Yeah. Probably you not. guys have seen him auction off a mushroom sandwich before. Yes. Yeah. A portobello. Yeah. A, a portobello wrap, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, what did he, uh, what I did have, he? yeah. I, can I tell it? Yeah. yeah I yeah. just remember it because yeah. you asked, but I know it. He, and I'm going to make it very quick. Maybe <laughs> one minute or less, dude. We were at the golf outing two years, three years ago, maybe. Oh, right? Three it was three, three years ago. He ordered two portobello wraps, gave one away, and then tried to sell the second one back to the waitress. (laughs) (laughs) At an (laughs) upcharge. Yeah, Yeah, dude. He bought it for like 12 bucks, and he's like, I'll sell this to you right now. He's a wholesale distributor of (laughs) random foods. I've just never seen anything like food comedy, dude. No. I've never seen anything no, like his food comedy. All of his comedy, comedy involves food all of the time. <laughs> it does. It is strictly food related. It, oh. it may tail off into something else, but it starts with food at the yeah. very least. He's and ends with food. Book when ends you, with food. <laughs> real quick, when you talked about, uh, Jordan, the uh, the Taco Bell Cantina, yeah, which is a Taco Bell and also a, a bar yeah, yeah, inside, it just got me brainstorming about other fast food restaurants that could do combinations like that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and I was just thinking in my head about Long John Silver's <laughs> cigar bar. <laughs> that's the hot spot in the town, dude. That's, yeah. <laughs> a plate it's full a, of hush puppies and a nice, a nice long stogie. <laughs> A Popeye's chicken and car wash, dude. <laughs> you do at the same time. It's a drive-through with a car wash. You know what's weird is like there. What makes people, that would be tight actually. What makes two restaurants come together like KFC and Taco Bell? Same There's nothing ownership. like it, dude. Wendy's and Tim Hortons. Same. There's nothing like it. But Will is right. It's same ownership, and it's by a big conglomerate of fast food oh, places really? called Yum. Like KFC Yum and Taco Bell are the same owner. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, Yum Brands. Um. That's so funny that I know that. It it's is. very stupid, that you dude. Threw that at us. Not. I didn't even know you were serious. It. It. It's Yum Brands owns KFC and Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco uh, Bell. I um, have recently made some some Southern friend contacts here, and they point out frequently southern how fried contacts. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> southern fried contacts, and they frequently point out how Midwestern I sound. No kidding. Yeah. 
I think I speak the Queen's English. I think I speak perfect English with Donald Trump hands like I'm doing right now. <laughs> I think everybody in Michigan, pretty much, I think, like, I've never considered myself to, to have an accent, but I most certainly do in some yeah. way, shape, or form. But I'm with you. I speak uh, Queen Elizabeth II English. Yeah, not the third. The I third. never noticed anything me. like that, but do you think we're just like oblivious to it because we all sound we the are. same? We are. The three of us are. We're oblivious. Even when Will said accent just now, someone down here would be like, accent. A- accent. accent. We say accent. Accent. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of nasally, you know, whatever. Awful. But nasals. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Very personal question. <laughs> right when I say that, you know it's not going to be personal. Um, <laughs> but what if it was? That's what I, I laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the saddest memory, the most traumatic memory in your life. No, I I got picked up from the airport. This isn't the question. This is the setup for the question. I got picked up from the airport on Monday, and we were texting and calling and doing a lot of coordination. I can't remember traveling before cell phones, but how difficult must it have been to coordinate getting picked up from the airport before cell phones, right? And just in general, like some of the things that the challenges that are solved by cell phones, like how did people live before cell phones? I vaguely remember. Well, you've got your your navigation. You've got your communication with people. You've got all of your tickets. Your irrigation. Oh, tickets. Is irrigation. What I yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, um, Metro Plaza's slash yeah. um, uh, waste disposal. That's right. And That's those are the five key things that you get from cell phones. That you get from cell phones. <laughs> So that's the stupidest thing that I've ever heard in my entire hey, life. What was that? You have your communication, your navigation, your you said tickets, tickets, irrigation, slash, slash irrigation, <laughs> no, no, waste disposal. Waste I think disp- I heard waste and disposal. Slash, forgot what the other one was, I but forget. those really are the key areas. Those are the four or five spokes of the cell phone. That's wheel. it. That's yeah. what they bring to the table. And before those, we only had we we had none of those. Honestly. Mm. We didn't have any way That's to get so tickets. True. And we had no irrigation. We had no irrigation and uh, all the crops died. So like thank even you, cell if you phones. Were, like to your point, even if you were meeting up with somebody at the airport, you just have to rely on like your last memory of the airport and be like, yeah, let's meet by <laughs> that garbage can. baby. Let's it meet is- by that Chili's or something. And yeah. it's going to be at 1230 and please be punctual. Right. Grassroots. But please yeah. be punctual didn't make sense because you're going to be punctual 20 right. years ago. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing to delay you like cell phones. Like <laughs> now, Will, you keep saying grassroots. Um, yeah. So grassroots, grassroots. What I mean by that is grassroots. <laughs> Next question. Roots. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeopardy no, question. What I what I what I mean is like it, it was such a basic, fundamental way of just uh, doing everything. Like you know, I remember uh, my mom if she had to travel uh, forty minutes to an area that she was not super familiar with. We're going from our house in Detroit to go visit my sister in Rochester. She is printing out seven pages worth of MapQuest directions. For sure. And That's it. I remember once when my sister, uh, her boyfriend at the time, her, the, his family had some cottage, and we were going there, and she combined both the forces of MapQuest. She had printed off directions beforehand, and then she had also tried to utilize his written down directions or word of mouth directions that he gave. That, see, that's you're traveling into murky waters there. You <sighs> try are. to take real directions with somebody's word of mouth. Because she, I remember this vividly. We're going down the road. We're we're almost at the cottage. We're within a mile radius of of this place. She's going down this road and she's looking at the map quest and it says, you know, go half a mile or or whatever. And then on the directions it says you're going to pass a four way stop and about half a mile after that, then you turn right on this street. She passes the four-way stop. We move 15 feet after that, and she thinks that that was a half a mile and then just gets <laughs> unbelievably upset that she cannot find it. And this is what like. <laughs> we're at the four-way stop. Where is this place? 
<laughs> it was like that. You're like, Mom, a half mile is about 2,700 feet, Even I know feet, that. I'm sitting in the back seat. I'm like 11 years old. I'm like, it's, it, we're, we haven't gone far enough, clearly. <laughs> right. Half a mile, even I know. I don't really have a good sense of direction. I think right. half yeah. a mile is a little bit more. Uh, but, yeah, just doing that, man. Or you make plans. Uh, well, I guess cell phones were, were already around by that time. But if you're chatting with your friends on AIM or something. And you're True. planning to meet up somewhere. You know, I didn't have a cell phone for a long time. And yep. it's just like you meet here at this time and boom, you're there. If you're not, you're not. Hey, we talked about uh, earlier in the episode that annual carnival spree in, you know, in our hometown yeah. that we uh, go to. I in I remember in like 10th grade, the girl that I was chasing after when I chipped my elbow, I remember chatting with her on AIM, AOL and some messenger. And mm-hmm. Her name was Chip, in fact. <laughs> It's complicated. And um, I remember just being like, okay, I'll meet you by the big Ferris wheel at 10 p.m. Yep. And that was it. Yeah. Hope and a prayer. Hope she's there. As long as you have something you can look at for the time, whether it be a clock that's at the spree. I don't know where that clock would be. Don't ask me. They don't have some sort of bell tower there. Uh, I mean, it seemed like they, they come, did. They set, no, they set up a bell tower with all the carnival rides. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the loop three watches. That's actually, yeah, you, yeah. Hit, you hit the mallet, and then the thing goes up yeah, and yeah. hits the bell tower, I remember that's now. That's right. That's <laughs> but, you can see what time it is. Yeah, then you could, then, then only then can you see what time it is. And Other actually, than that, yeah. They strike it every every night at 10 o'clock, so actually that's probably why you coordinated that. But, that's it. Um, you knew. Yeah, unless you have a watch on you. Um, that's I mean, funny. That's really your only. Method. How did they tell time before cell phones? I don't know. I really. Truly I remember don't. having a um, <laughs> sundial watch, dude. And I remember um, this is what a caveman would say. It's not me, by the way. This is a, a caveman's account of telling time. I had a sundial watch, and I would just stand at a particular angle, and it would show me what time it was. That's how cavemen did it, and that's how we all did it until cell phones. Yeah, that's pretty. Up tight. until that very point. Yeah. You guys realize that? Yeah. 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 Do you think so, there are people who can still look at the sun and tell what time it is? Yeah. I mean, sundials, though, they're, yeah. But we without a sundial. I would hate yeah. that. I wouldn't want to be friends with that person. I wouldn't either. Yeah. Although I would really want to pick their brain. Maybe we could have them on the podcast, but I could not personally be close to them. If it, yeah. Right. I cannot have regular communication with somebody like that yeah not free tell time by looking at the sun i don't want to hang out with them i already know i don't have anything in common with them i'm not going to hang out with them but if i'm going into very explicit detail of what we're willing to do and what we're not willing to do with this person this type of person yeah absolutely i'll go on a camping trip with them nothing else (laughs) i draw the line at whitewater rafting though i would not yes exactly that's the most i wouldn't i don't even know if i would go there but rock climbing, maybe. yes. Hiking, no. Hiking, no. Whitewater rafting is a maybe. <laughs> Stuck right. out in the forest, I run into them. That's perfect. That's the ideal situation. You run in into them. Yeah, that's <laughs> physically. It. Hey, yes. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> sorry to sorry to bug you. You're kind of out here doing stuff in the woods. So am I. I got lost. What's up? What's your name? <laughs> what time is it? And you, what time is it? <laughs> and you, you see the sun up there, right? And you know where the sun is. And you know I tell time. All right, man. See you later. That's it. That's it. That's it. You can't go deeper than that. No. Do you guys remember? Be afraid. Before we had cell phones and we knew the the exact second, minute, hour, ever, all the time, there was when you'd be setting a clock or a watch or anything else, you could call a phone number and it was called grandma. Do you remember that? It was called no, grandma. I don't remember so if, this. So if you have A, B, C, D, E, F, you know, on the, the phone numbers, you would, so grandma would be... For example, wait. Let me four, quiz me. Can okay, I? Okay, so grandma, yeah, go ahead. Four seven two six three six two. Dude, yes. <laughs> dude, I have a I have something to say about that, dude. After how? Firstly, that's amazing that you did that. <laughs> that was spectacular. What you just did. Thanks. Secondly, it would be like the time at the tone will be nine seventeen. Beep, and then you just set your watch real quick to that. Oh wow, that's, what, that's cool. That's what grandma was. But you know that because you were a master texter with T nine. Yeah, dude, T nine was it? T nine configuration. Right? No, what? I remember T nine. Okay, let me explain something to you <laughs> with my cell phone history. All right. Mm-hmm. 
I had a cell phone. My first cell phone was ju- sophomore, maybe junior year of high school, and it was a flip phone, and it was pay as you go. It was Ooh. Virgin Mobile. Virgin Mobile, sure. Yeah, pay as you go. I remember one time, again, pay as you go. So as you use minutes, they deplete. As you use texts, they deplete. Every, you've got to really, really prioritize your messaging and calling on this thing. The girl that I was dating sophomore year went to Germany for some sort of ice skating competition that she was in with her high school. And You've she never called, told us this. She called me from Germany on my pay as you go. Now, it came up as her <laughs> number, so I answered. And then she said, hey, just at the competition in Germany. And by that time, just that sentence, I think I'd used... 4,000 minutes. <laughs> and dollars as well. Dollar yes. a minute. <laughs> I immediately threw my phone across the room to try and break Before, it. You didn't ah. hang up yet. No. <laughs> I just I immediately, it was a knee-jerk reaction. Left it. Straight at the phone. Yeah, straight at the wall. Tried to break it. Still going. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are you day. there, Will? Are you there? <laughs> Thinking the charges stopped, dude. Wow. Just kept Ger- going. Right when you said Germany, I knew all I heard in my mind was you said Germany, but I heard cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> and minutes. Um, hey, it's me. Cha-ching I'm, I'm calling from cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb right there. Uh, calling you from cha-ching that? Germany. Um, LAUGHTER <laughs> Hi, Cha-Ching. I'm calling from (laughs) Cha-Ching. Hi, Cha-Ching. I'm calling from Minutes, Germany. Um, (laughs) A hot vacation spot. Yeah, oh, very. Cha-Ching, Germany, (laughs) Cha-Ching, Germany. That's dumb. Inside Minutes Minutes Cafe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Prepay.com. Special. Yeah. Hey, speaking great. of Virgin Mobile, by the way, unless you had another comment. Will, no, I was is. just going to say when you're talking about T9 texting and stuff, I got acquainted to it, but I was never probably as good as you. No. Why? I'm not the only one that I grew up in the same cell phone era as everyone. You, you were just, I remember you being very uh, proficient with the usage of T9. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. Like um, I, and I, I also, I was not a cell phone guy throughout high school like i i just simply really didn't have one uh pretty much but even before t9 Fair. i don't even know what this is called you would just still ABC. have to yeah it would, yeah it would you be would like, still have to like triple quick click for c like mm-hmm. triple yeah. click two for c t9 was that. just like t9 was like the first predictive text in my opinion yeah mm. you know mm. like it was basically the first out there predictive text. Oh, what T9 did was instead of having to hit, you know, that the two key three times for C, you could just hit it once. You could just spell out your word without doing multiple per keystroke or per number rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, Jordan, I remember in T9, I could type your name and it would come out as Korean. Korean. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So T9 was, uh, it was predictive like yeah. that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I um it was just special times, man. Special simpler times. Simpler. Yeah. Much simpler. I was trying to figure that, out um because <clears throat> I was so like we have a monitor here, right? Yeah. And I was trying to figure out like right now as I look at the monitor, my eyes aren't open. Can you verify? <laughs> I have seen your pupils so, throughout the evening, so one fun one fun fact about like this last Vegas trip, not to go back too far here, but like it's okay. I I met up with one of our good friends, Joel. And love him. He was his best me, man. He texted me about five minutes after I saw him on the trade show floor and he said, Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> you look dead. Um at this you point said- in time I had seen so many people and I had probably been working off of one hour of sleep. And so I like imagined myself like I just had this daydream, right? I was thinking about this like later on the in the afternoon. I had this daydream that like 
I was walking up to people like with my eyes three quarters shut and and like not addressing it. Just be like, dude, how have you been? But like, and then it turned into me thinking that I was like blind, right? Just like kind of like looking around, like looking so over long. here. Hey, <laughs> and the only how words you, you been, know man? how to say are how have you been? How have you been? Oh, it's I been love so that long. shirt. Glad we're finally back. Sounding <laughs> like a robot. Good to see you. I love that haircut. You look Hello. really nice. <laughs> Saying that to your blinds. <laughs> Dude, having your having your Hi. phone like dictate the text that comes out of your mouth. Hello, how have you been? <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen you last. Right. <laughs> predictive text. Uh, excuse me. Predictive text. Wow. If you were to ask me to say that ten times fast, I would not be able to. Predictive text. Um, is something I turn off immediately upon getting any new Same. iPhone or Same. any new smartphone. Period. Same. Can't can't do it. And that's all I have to say about that. So what I wanted to say next was this. I don't know if you guys, you guys use cream in your coffee. Mm -hmm. The question everyone has been dying to know. Do you guys use cream in your coffee? All the message boards. Yep. The tough questions. Do you use cream in your coffee? Yeah, I do. No. Jordan? No. I used to not. Now I do. You're soft now. Sometimes. Just, Just like me. Bourbon cream. Oh, sometimes. Okay, bourbon cream. Okay, fair. Listen, oat milk is the only cream that matters in coffee anymore. Fair. I recently came around to it. For the longest time, I thought it was just a fad of the gluten-free, sugar-free, fat-free, dairy-free, whatever. And while it might be those things, it's so good. It's delicious. Oat milk is so so good. And I use Oatly oat milk. And for the past four weeks... So I converted about four, actually four months ago, I would say. And for the past four weeks at my local store, every time I try to get Oatly oat milk, it's not there. It's Dude, it's really hard to get. Which makes me mad. There's yeah. an oat milk shortage right now. Do you realize that? So we're talking about high gas prices. Let's talk about the real crisis that's here. Mm-hmm. All right. It's the oat milk shortage. Dude, is it is it just now, though, like that there's a shortage? Is that a real thing? It's only that's okay. So that's a great question, Jordan, because I'm only sharing from my personal experience, which is all any of us can ever really give ultimately. Yeah. Because I just came around to oat milk the past four months. Yeah. But I've been, I've been buying it. And so this past month or so, I've had a real hard time getting the good stuff. Dude, it's okay. So I was at a conference in, in October of last year and I became really good friends with like the coffee place that was yeah. the, the, like the coffee pop-up that was across the hall from us. Yeah. I had to run out to the store to grab like an extension cord or something like that. And I was like, do you guys need anything? She's like, please get Oatly oat milk. This is what it looks like. And all this Oatly's stuff. Oatly's the best. She's like, it's they may not standard. have it. Like they're probably not going to have it, but if they do get me as many as they have. So the only reason I ask that is like, is there a shortage or is it just like, scarce to begin with might be just scarce it's just so good it's it i've 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 tried probably five variants of oat milk and it's oatly is just it's just so good dude and so anyway i wanted to tell you guys something and this is really why i wanted to get us together tonight to record this episode (laughs) did you hear the creaks in the microphone no this guy owns oatly now it's going (laughs) that's what he's gonna acquired oatly Went to Kroger yesterday. Got two gallons. Got two gallons of Oatly, boys. That's I'm huge. Set for, I'm set for a long time. Set for a very a tremendously long time. Oatly is the one. And they actually, which In is a good segue. In gallon jugs? Yeah, paper, like paper carton. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, screw top. It's not the, you know, old Guernsey style where you fold it out, <laughs> uh, which is a good segue. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Oatly, for this episode of the Starting Off Podcast. We love you guys. And so uh, they're not our sponsor, but we believe now they in will. faith that now someday they will, they will be our sponsor. They will be. They'll be. Remember in the early episodes when we had Dickies as our sponsor unofficially? <laughs> they didn't know it. They didn't know we existed, but we sp- let them sponsor us. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Man, um, it seems like seems like forever ago, but... Well, that's because it literally was two years ago that yeah. we started this podcast. Long time ago. 
<laughs> Dude, what Ma. a what a corporation to get involved in your podcast. Dickies, it's the most random thing. I mean, you might as well go Walden Books. Just something so <laughs> they're out of business, by the way, for well over fifteen Batter- years. Batteries plus. Batteries That'd be a funny plus. idea, dude. That'd be a really funny idea to to act like your sponsorship is by someone who's been deceased for like ten years. <laughs> We're sponsored by, by Borders. Radio Shack. We're sponsored by Borders and Radio Shack conglomerate joint venture. Thank you uh, to as Media you guys Play know. for all of their generous <laughs> donations. What was the uh, what was the circuit one? Circuit City. Circuit, circuit City. City. Yeah. What about Jeepers? Yeah, dude. Jeepers. Jeepers. Hey, Jeepers was. Um, it was like so a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It of. was in Livonia Mall, Wonderland Mall. Wonderland Mall. Yeah. I remember. Um, my uh, we when when wrestling was really at its pinnacle, like late I'm talking late nineties. By the way, wrestling is making a resurgence right now. Yeah. There's a lot of new fan fandom and yeah. um I'm seeing I've, it posted about a lot. I've had to take my nephew to five wrestling matches and uh <laughs> didn't enjoy a second of it. Um but um late nineties. Uh we went uh I think Shamrock. You remember Shamrock the wrestler? Nope. He was I lower the level. Shake. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> let, let me explain to you. This it's not a surprise because Shamrock was making an appearance at Wonderland Mall. Clearly not a huge wrestler, but yeah. uh, we we knew him. We knew who he was and everything, and we thought that he was going to be there. So we begged and pleaded with my friend's mom, please, please take us to because we lived in Detroit. So. It, I mean, it wasn't a huge drive, but it was like yeah, twenty minutes. You're going to make a special trip. We're asking yep. you for time out of your day to take all of us. We all piled in the van. We went up to Wonderland Mall. We expect to go see uh, Shamrock the Wrestler, and it was some sort of Shamrock Financial or something. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> yes, at dude. Jeepers. <laughs> at Jeepers. No. <laughs> it was in like the center court of, oh, of Wonderland Mall. <laughs> We I thought it was like in the roller coaster and Jeepers. Shamrock the Wrestler. Why would you take all this information <laughs> from a nine-year-old kid, by the way, about plans? Hey, Shamrock's going to be at Wonderland Mall at this Did specific you see location. Shamrock Financial and that you're pre-approved, dude. <laughs> oh. Anyway, we all got pre-approved that day, so it all went well. The mom walked out with a new credit card, dude. <laughs> and a free T-shirt that was just a Shamrock on the front of it. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> yes dude that yes. reminds me of when i was a kid and my mom just wanted us to be happy so bad she would just she would just believe for the best in every situation even if it looked dire or it totally wasn't the thing she just wanted us to be happy and would always just be optimistic and so i remember after school one day really really hoping expecting praying wishing for there to be a red wings game on and it was um that was at the time that USA had like a, a, a contract with the NHL. So the USA channel would occasionally show Red Wings games. And so we didn't have like TV guide or any other things at that time. There was a TV guide channel where it would just scroll and you wouldn't, you'd be able to just see what's coming up. But anyway, when we would, I, I was like, it was like an hour before it was like six o'clock. And I was hoping, expecting, praying, wishing the game would come on at seven or seven thirty, And I'm looking for the UPS or uh, excuse me, the USA slot. And I see, so it's the Red Wings that I'm hoping to see, right? Red Wings is what I want to see at seven 30. The show wings comes out. <laughs> wings, not the Red Wing Detroit Red Wings at Chicago Blackhawks or anything like that. It just says wings. And my mom is like, see Andrew. Yeah, it's going to be on. I'm like, Mom, I'm in third grade, and I can tell you that Wings is a TV show, not Aww. the freaking Red Wings. She's game. so freaking cute, dude. Yes. That reminded me of the Shamrock story that mm-hmm. you just told, Will. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on. Yep. It was it was precious, though. She was just, hope springs eternal, man. She's just always hoping. She's yeah. mm-hmm. That good. says Wings. <laughs> I'm like, Mom. <laughs> that has wings? the word Wings in it. That's what I'm saying. Wings is a shorthand name that locals use for the Detroit Red Wings hockey team. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gosh. That's his wings. Um, I think when I was also, um, I think I was around the same age. I think I was about eight or nine years old. And uh, my dad had gotten word on. Dude, I can't even tell you where this was, where this took place at, but. 
he found out about this this small wrestling match that was going to feature hold for applause doink the clown <laughs> doink the clown hold for applause and now applause thank you thank you um, doink doink the clown now doink if you remember oh i remember his career yes. i'm a doink the clown historian <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, doink, doink born Edward J. Brinken Burger, uh, also known as Doink. <laughs> I just spout off these facts about Doink the freaking clown doink wrestler. The, doink the, the Gessler, I thought you said. But <laughs> Doink um, <laughs> the freaking clown Gessler. We have we, there's a close family to us called Gessler, which is why that is very special. Um, but my yeah. my yeah, I don't remember a ton about that match, but I swear to you, it was inside of a VFW hall. Um, <laughs> Surely there was a. Uh, there you was sat a, in metal folding chairs. Absolutely, right? yes. Okay. Yep. There was a, a wrestling match. There was a small ring. Hmm. Doink came out. I got a picture with him on the Polaroid. He signed it. Don't know where that is to this day. Um, but there were just a bunch of cheap gimmicks and tricks. I mean, they would throw tacks down on the ground. It's like watching the mo- the movie The Wrestler, if you ever yeah. watched that. Great movie. But it's it's like low-level wrestlers or washed-up people. Smashing and, light bulbs on their forehead uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, like cheap tricks. So, yeah. yeah. Doink was there inside a VFW hall. I saw him there. So I wonder what like I'm trying to figure out like which which part of life this was in because you said like Shamrock and Doink. Yeah, I remember like Triple Stone H. Cold Steve Austin, Goldberg, sure. Sting. Sting. I only cared about Tri- the not even C level wrestlers like <laughs> J level wrestlers. <laughs> Shamrock, Shamrock and Doink. Doink the clown. Doink the clown. clown. Those were all in my wheelhouse. Those are the guys (laughs) I really respected. Dude, that's same. They're actually our official sponsors of the Starting Off podcast. So we (laughs) want to thank you, Doink. We want to thank Doink and Shamrock Financial. Thank you. Born Edward J. Brinkenberger, as we said before. (laughs) I think as far as episode 58 goes, if you guys are comfortable with this, this is going to be the conclusion of the episode. Is that all right? Anything else to, to button up? Never been more comfy. Nope. I thought the same, and I feel that way as well. And so, viewer and listener, we love you. From the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you. And I stammered through that, but I'm not even going to go revisit it, all right? From the bottom of our hearts, just revisited. (laughs) We love you, and thank you for listening to the Stouting Off Podcast, episode 58. See you later. (laughs) 